Welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Shaysel. <laughs> I'm Jill. And I'm Nikki. Jill, that's how you're sitting. We got for Literally stick up your ass. I'm listening to my friend talk. <laughs> you're just she's true. introducing Good listener. something. I have to be attentive. You're sitting true. up very straight. <laughs> um. So how's it going, y'all? Um, I'm kind of bloated and like. <laughs> <laughs> That's my vibe right now. You were gassy there for a while. Is that all better now? <laughs> um, I mean, no. It's just you know, it's just a constant thing. <laughs> it's that digestion IBS update. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, a reminder: I'm a Virgo. So clearly I have IBS. Stomach shit. And I'm hot. So I was going to say yeah. hot bitches have stomach problems. <laughs> hot bitches Period. use clinical strength deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hot bitches get Botox in the armpit. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about a needle going into my armpit. Oh, I just give Dude, I know something about that. That area is like, ugh. I feel like it's like tender. <laughs> Even though it's like not, like you can touch your armpit. It's just like, why would anything be touching my armpit at any point? For, I used to get them like before I got uh, laser hair removal, which even then didn't fully remove my hair because I'm so fucking hairy. So I'm getting more eventually. Anyways, before I would do that, I would like wax them in high school because it would last longer than shaving, at least for like a week or two. Yeah. And that it's just the sensation of being like waxed in an area that like sweats. It's like, yeah. it, it's something about it being a sweaty area that makes it gross. <laughs> Have you, um, or not have you, do you remember when I, I tried to wax my bikini line and I like ripped my skin off and gave myself a bruise? Yep. I've never waxed yeah. it on. It was like the, the sugar. Fact- Dude, the same thing happened to me and I also ripped off my skin. Oh, yeah. God. I was like, how is this even happening right now? I know. I'm like, isn't this supposed to be like safer than a regular wax? Yeah. I bought like the sugar stuff because I was like, ooh, like. I'm being health conscious and eco-friendly, like not putting chemicals on my body. <laughs> Jokes on me. Right. Was it? Is it the one? I think I've gotten one Brazilian wax, like done somewhere with that. Is that the wax that you don't have to use strips? Like it, like hardens and then you rip it off. Or is it a yeah. different one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, fuck that shit. Never. I do want to like get a Brazilian wax one time, but now I'm just like scared because I'm like, oh my god, my whole coochie is gonna be a bruise if I do that. I will say, in my experience that has not happened. Like I've never, I have before when waxing myself in other areas, ripped skin off, and when I've gotten it done, that hasn't happened. So hopefully it's okay. But obviously, I understand the fear, and I don't know if that's just like how you would react in general. Yeah, true. Maybe I'm just sensitive. I'm sensitive. <laughs> Um, well, to answer your question, Shaysel, uh, I've been going through it, but the exciting thing is that is that I'm booking a tattoo appointment. So that makes literally Ooh. that makes life worth living. <laughs> Yay. So, yeah. So I think I'm going to get a symbol from Kingdom Hearts and the outline is usually red. And I think I'm going to get it black just because like that will go with my stuff better. But also I'm like, I literally cannot get like the same exact thing as Shaysel in the same exact co- not the same like <laughs> design but the same place and same color I'm like nah I'll get it black not that I don't want to match you but like 
you get to keep that. You claim to the oh, red. Thank you. Titty I mean, honestly, if you if you want that, I'd be happy to share it. But like, also, I appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah. I think, like I said, I think the black would just because of all my other tattoos are like black and white. I think it would just like go better. I feel that. I I see what you I see what you mean. But yeah, I, I feel like if I ever sternum, if okay. I ever had color on my body outside that's my only colored tattoo and I think it w- I would stay even though red is like of the colors the one that I like never wear because on meat doesn't look good but like for tattoos black and red like it looks dope yes. right Dude, black and red I think is my favorite color combination I mean it works so well for you like it's insane yeah I actually was thinking today I I'm like oh my god I can't believe I didn't do like black hair earlier like black hair just like feels normal and then with the red dude i can't believe it either like i'm looking even at your eyebrows right now and how you're using i'm assuming like a like an ashy black or like dark brown yeah Yeah. and it looks so good like just all of it i also because black is such a hard color to pull off like for anyone but it works so well on you like it complements your skin tone so well Thank you. Yeah, I think I'm pale enough to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> you either got to be like really pale or really tan. Right. True. True. Normal. No in between. Yeah. Um, um. Wait. The first time. Well, okay. I always knew I was like pale when I realized. And I. Okay. This is one of those things where I feel like I. Um. Oh, okay. So what I was saying was. I feel like, I mean, I have insecurities, obviously, but I feel like the reason I'm, like, in the past, I haven't really had many insecurities, which sounds annoying, but it's just, like, I think it's, like, I'm not aware of what I should be insecure about, which is, like, a good thing, but then people tell me, I'm, like, oh. Who tells you? Because they're, like, projecting their own insecurities, so my big, my sorority, I didn't realize that being really pale was like bad, quote unquote bad. Um, and then during rush one year, like sophomore year, the only year that I was like on the other side of rush, she was like, Nikki, your legs are so pale. And so I literally, I said to her, I was like, why would you even say that? (laughs) And she was like, "Uh, I don't know. But, and so since then I was like, oh I'm really pale it's just like fucking annoying because I'm like let me live in like my little (laughs) ignorance bubble of like I don't realize what stuff I should be insecure about so I'm not insecure about them and the bitches have to say shit and then I'm like oh I have to be insecure about that now I hate it 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 makes sense how like with time that has grown just because you've been exposed to more people now but and but it just that's so shitty and it makes sense also because when we lived together sophomore year I remember you saying that that was like the first time you had ever started to struggle with feeling like a little insecure and I can definitely see the correlation with being in a fucking sorority oh yeah let alone her I went into college like I'm the baddest bitch alive and I wasn't even that cool I wasn't like a cool person in high school I just like was one of those people I got along with everybody I didn't really like have any issues with anybody and so that and I think it was just because I like did my own thing because I didn't I don't know like I didn't think that anything I did was weird or like overthink anything I did and then I got to college at fucking Miami and everybody made me overthink and so that type of shit like yeah literally Miami like 
absolutely demolished my self-confidence because I was surrounded by people who would like project their insecurities on me whereas in high school like I could just like do what I want to do and nobody like you're cutting out for me a lot yeah me too fuck hello hi you're back I was just saying whereas in high school I could like do what I wanted to do and nobody really said anything to me and so then I got to Miami and people had to like fucking nitpick my shit and I was like oh I'm fucking weird apparently I didn't realize <laughs> like I knew I was like weird like goofy weird but I was like oh I'm like weird <laughs> I didn't know that <laughs> that's so shitty because it is such a gift like sincerely to like just have not recognized any of those things yourself because like they're not flaws but obviously the second that someone points out as a flaw even having to think about it once you will like always think about it to an extent oh yeah just like some it just introduces insecurity in general just questioning things and that's so unfortunate. Like, that's so yeah. fucking shitty. Yeah. We live in a I society. I hate people. I just For hate, real. yeah. It's like, why? That's why I said to my big, when she said the pale comment, that's why I said, I was like, why did you even say that? Because, like, literally, what what did that contribute to anything? Any si- also, like, that not, comment, situation, my life, your life, why? Usually, when people bring up comments like that, it's typically backhanded like an example you just mentioned yeah so when when it's mentioned in that way it's it's so overt that it's like what like, what, I was like why oh, are, you are you blatantly insulting me, me right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously it is like bullying weird like, okay weirdo weird behavior it's weird i feel like sometimes my therapist always brings up the idea like not always because we're not always having this conversation but she brings up the I'm idea of sometimes of like what are what needs our friends meet for us and I feel like in college, when you're, like, brand new in a new environment and, like, meeting all these new people and being in a new sorority, all this shit, I feel like some of your friends are your quote-unquote friends, people that are around you, basically, yeah. are there to meet your needs of, like, figuring out what you're insecure about and, like, what's normal <laughs> and what's accepted, kind of. Yeah. Dead ass, dude. Like, Damn literally Bars. just like navigating <laughs> college culture yeah and i'm like right. i mean sometimes that's not awful if you're not like fucking up someone's life by saying that type of shit but well it sucks that that it has that effect right we all know that i think that to an extent bullying <laughs> is beneficial <laughs> to society so but that's why i'm like okay sh- like why i never like think that we should just like point out like physical flaws of a person right like, right point like, out, like how, what am i what do you want me to do what do you like you want me to like tan obsessively like no i'm not i don't have fucking time for that or the money <laughs> for that and so it's like okay when people maybe you should get bullied it's when they are behaving horribly yeah. and like yeah. right. shit, being shitheads then it's like okay you have control over that right like actual character flaws that like you should probably yeah. work on. See, your your bullying is like to decrease negativity in the world. Yeah. The other type <laughs> is like increasing negativity in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I bully the bullies. I'm Batman. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Anyways, Chasel, how are you? Oh yeah. Um I'll give a little blur about what's actually going on in a second. And related to my therapy session that I just had that was like, damn. But before that, 
I have been getting into instruments, which has been so exciting. So, I mean, obviously, just like all of us, we love music and it's a it's a really big part of our lives. But I've always thought like, okay, yeah, I just have to accept that even though this is like the second biggest thing, like interest, well, no, it's the biggest interest and then it's fashion for me. It's weird that like fashion I can put into practice, but with music, like I just accepted I am not on this planet to make music or anything but then I randomly thought like well I can like still enjoy an instrument and I always thought like it was this task it was like the skill to learn as a human being and I realized no it can actually be a hobby like a recreational thing that you just do so I thought starting last year I thought of getting a bass eventually because our friend Shelby started sending TikToks and like reels on Instagram of hot ass women (laughs) playing bass and it seemed so cool and then I thought, okay, wait, I have, I had this urge recently where I'm like, I need to play something. It's like this physical energy where I, I need to release it somehow. And that just seemed like the only way. So in the meantime, before I can buy one, I thought I have guitars at home. So I can still like play an instrument that is somewhat similar. So I've been playing that like every day and it's been so fun. It's crazy because typically any hobby that I do, I only like it if I'm also watching tv or something like it feels like i always need to be watching tv as well but with this it feels like i can just do it so i decided like, okay it is an investment that is so worthwhile even if i don't get that money back in any way it's like i enjoy these things so i'm gonna start i really would like to get them at the same time but i can't i don't have the money for that i was gonna start with getting a base first and i still want to get it within like ideally a month maybe but i kind of want to get dj stuff first because i was also thinking that would just be so sick and like so fun to have. And I'm constantly thinking of, I actually have playlists of songs that sound similar for no reason, just because I'm like, Oh, these sound similar. So I need to record this information. So the thought of my observations, that, yeah, for real, just my observations <laughs> out in the field. So I thought, okay, well I can like mix shit. That sounds normal. And what about all the times that I wanted to hear things at clubs that they weren't playing? I could just do it myself. Yeah. So I reached out to our friend, Anna, and she gave me, some sent some links and stuff or potential things I could use to start. So I'm super excited for that. Hopefully there are some black Friday deals so I can get it true soon. I totally so, forgot about black yeah. Friday until you were talking about it from that aspect. Me too. And then I, I was forgot like, oh shit, I, I should probably like see if there's anything I want to get on that day. Right. I forgot about it too until I saw, I got, because I've been looking at instrument stuff. I got an ad on Instagram about black Friday deals and I was like, oh shit, this yeah. might be my time. That's exciting. probably going to be like 10% could, off. Well, you can also wait for <laughs> Cyber Monday, like if Black Friday doesn't True. work. I feel like Cyber Monday is bigger now because everybody shops online. Yeah. I agree. You're right. Especially they literally also COVID. just have Black Friday deals online also. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not even. And, and it starts like weeks early now too. It's yeah. just stupid. <laughs> Black Friday, <sighs> in-person Black Friday, like freaks me out in the same way of like like of the like there is no she saw when I was at your place uh last week I hate when there's like times where there's like literally no humanity like humans are literally acting like psycho animals and like the Travis Scott concert that's like my biggest fear literally brack brack black friday has the same (laughs) energy of like when people like literally people like die at like Walmarts and shit because like people I are know. stampeding for TVs. Like, ew, is it really that important for you to get this? <laughs> Especially TV for, for something like that. Off? Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, no, it's absolutely appalling and terrifying that people could turn into savages and in general, but also for that, like peak capitalism, honestly. Oh, oh God. Yeah, Um, we're doing exactly what they want. Right. True. So anyways, (laughs) my therapy (laughs) session that I had right before this was very fruitful. I mean, it's always fruitful, but it was... A moment where I learned a lot about myself, which I'm not trying to like be like, oh, I know everything about myself, but typically I just kind of do because I spend all my time analyzing everything I'm doing and why I do it in my past. But today it was like, damn, like so much new shit. Um, one of them being that there's a lot. I feel like I'm finally I've sorted through most of my subconscious most of my life. And it feels like if I could visualize it, it's this big room with like some books scattered on the ground, maybe some like papers that fell, but like it's pretty empty. And now there's this like opening into my unconscious and it's just like mountains of books and so much information. And I think that's why I'm realizing things now that I didn't know before. So many things. And I had a point to this that's related to our topic. <laughs> I can't remember well, right now. <laughs> what do you what do you think like made you break through to that? I think it's honestly because I've I've been in therapy long enough now where it's like I've talked about so much shit that I've needed to find more. And honestly, I'm my therapist always talks about this, which I, I really appreciate because it's a huge compliment for me that I'm always willing to analyze my behaviors and stuff like that. So I think I'm constantly on that quest, which like although it's you know, super exhausting most of the time. It's like, it is a really good tool. And like, I, because of that, I'm constantly growing, but yeah, I don't really know what it was. I think it's just been long enough of me analyzing my shit and working through a lot of things and having months of time where I'm like, I don't feel great, but I also don't know what to talk about. And it's like, Oh wait, now we're, it's because we got through that and we're moving on to boss level, I guess. Yeah. Well, so, that's what I, my therapist has also told me like she's like yeah you're very like self-reflective I know that that's something like we were late on and it like almost worries me because I'm like whenever I'm in therapy I'm like oh I know I'm feeling this way because of this and like I know that like I feel like I can like I still have to process it but I can label like where it's coming from and why I'm feeling that way so I'm like am I done figuring myself out so it's kind of like exciting (laughs) to hear that you're like no there's no shit because I'm like I don't I don't know I don't it's like nice to figure more stuff out about you like how why I work the way I work like I like doing that and so I was like kind of feeling bummed I'm like I cracked the code am I done like so, yeah <laughs> no dude I completely agree because for months I, I was feeling the same way and I was like fuck that there has to be more but is it just because I, I'm I need to wait for more experiences but no it's there I mean it's taken me months to like get here now after months of me being like, I'm plateauing type of thing, but I'm also not getting better. I'm just like, I mean, I was okay, but I'm not improving. So I'm like, there has to be more. But I I bring that up because it's in one way or another related to our topic today. One of the things that I that we talked about is me assigning meaning to everything and how maybe not everything has to have meaning. <laughs> so, <laughs> but there are some things that have meaning, <laughs> like these things called familiars. Yeah. If I don't know if our listeners have heard of them, but familiars exist in the world. Well, actually from in a lot of different cultures, religions, belief systems, the one that we're primarily talking about today, I'm, I'm thinking at least the information that I got mostly was like Wiccan witchcraft related. Al- although there are very similar things like spirit guides and native American cultures and paganism overall and stuff. But familiars 
basically are, I mean, there's so many definitions. It's actually pretty controversial in all these communities (laughs) from what I've seen, but they're kind of like, they're just your little buddy. They're just your little buddy. (laughs) Um, so people define them differently, but I, I, my understanding is general gist is there are these animals that somewhat you ha- you have some sort of spiritual connection to that guide you in this life somehow typically related to spiritual endeavors, but also just like your path in life, making sure you're in the right direction, stuff like that. Jill has learned some history about it though. If you'd like to tell us a little bit about that. Yes. okay so we're gonna go way back okay because the concept i'm gonna talk first about the concept of witches because this is kind of like the broad history of how like the the concept of familiars even became a thing kind of in like popular culture um, so first of all, the concept of witches actually originates prior to any type of religion at all. So in Homer's Odyssey, which was in like 800 BC out here, Circe, who turns men into animals, is described as a witch. And Plutarch refers to witchcraft in his treatise on, on superstition, that's what it's called, which was written in AD 100. But so... Are you saying they existed before, like, modern religion? Because before, was, like, like, Christianity. Yeah. Or, okay. like, I was like, there yeah, was, like, the, two, the three gods three. and shit during that time. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, that's I mean, I was kinda, like, oh, shit, they're pr- from, like, thousands of years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But. Like, BC okay, yeah. out here. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Which, I guess, BC is literally, like, before christ Christ. that's what i was like so it's before it's like they're like uh what is it bce before common era or whatever is the like oh yeah non-religious yeah not to like nitpick your point i just want to make sure i understood (laughs) um technically actually (laughs) Um, yeah because i feel like the concept of like religion in ancient greece and rome was like it heavily involved the ideas of witchcraft so that's why i'm like witchcraft like kind of was part of the religion you know yeah 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 I can it was that. like literally part of everyday life yeah um illicit magic features heavily in roman law statutes so like it was against the law to perform witchcraft um which ultimately evolved into like certain christian beliefs which you know we can see today how not today today as much but how people were persecuted for practicing literally anything besides the major religions yeah um but anyways most of these early laws were actually against sorcery which is different from witchcraft apparently it's more like it's more beneficial can be used for like actual like creation creating things not like putting spells on people that type of deal it like literally required special skills and tools and words which witchcraft also involves those things so i'm like that doesn't necessarily delineate like any difference there but i'm assuming that when they say sorcery they kind of mean like alchemy i was yeah 
yeah. I was gonna say like I feel like it's probably that's what they mean where it can like create things because it's like oh you can like basically they're like you can profit off of sorcery so yeah so no yeah. right so I see what, I see what you're saying um completely with the difference between witchcraft and sorcery even though it's the difference can be negligible what exactly is alchemy that's a term that I hear frequently especially when I'm reading about my Scorpio moon and stuff because the alchemist is associated with Scorpio placements and I'm I don't really know what that is I just I associate it with magic alchemy can, like is like literally yeah like it's basically transformation i see that's like it's like the study of transformation but it's usually like you're not creating life like the most famous one that's like what the sorcerer's stone is nicholas flamel in harry potter and that's it's not just in harry potter but um you know they they're going after the sorcerer's stone because the sorcerer's stone can turn stuff into gold through alchemy like you can like I see use parts of that stone to like melt shit down and mix it and create gold. So like that's what alchemy is. It's that kind of Yeah, which the the sorcerer the philosopher's stone is like a whole debate about what that even actually means about like turning something into gold. Like quote unquote people think that it just means that like it made things better, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Or I don't know. And uh, as above, so below, they kind of like translate it as meaning you can like restore life to things in a way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I see. Obviously, there's no definite like actual definition because that's it's never been found. Who's to say if it's Who's to say? (laughs) True. Stay tuned. Maybe we'll find out. (laughs) That's actually what this is going to turn into. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually um, We're currently in France at Nicolas Flamel's home. (laughs) We're recording outside. Coming to you live from Nicolas Flamel's home. (laughs) We're actually in his grave. We're actually, yep. (laughs) Huddled up. Um... So, also, archaeologists have found hundreds of ancient Greek curse tablets, which the Greeks called, oh, fuck, I looked up how to say this word and now I don't remember. I think it's kataras, or curses that bind tight. And they appear to have invented them with, like, a great number of them focusing on sporting competitions or legal contests. So, basically, they were trying to curse... (laughs) Curse the the enemies over here. I love how like literally like humans never change. Like of I know. course they're like fuck this bitch. I don't want him to win this like ancient Greek basketball game. Like <laughs> literally, they can't win the Olympics out here. The first ever. I just yeah. can't even. I can't even believe the fact that it's something that powerful, and that's what they think to use it for. <laughs> like. <laughs> what Uh, Um, anyways yeah so in later centuries constant attempts to defeat heresy resulted in the creation of the idea of the witch so although the idea of witchcraft like itself was not really mentioned these ideas were typically projected onto people or like figures in general like creatures of any kind who just did not coincide with christian beliefs in some way so they were basically like the scapegoat, the original scapegoat for like everything that had to deal with heresy, even in like things not Christian related, just like anything that went against like the popular type of, I don't even want to call it like religious 
ways sort of but like just anybody who kind of was like seen as an outcast or didn't really follow what was going on in regular society yeah that actually makes so much sense because it also even explains how things like mental disorders and stuff were almost seen like witchcraft before it's just any sort of um deviant from society yeah and especially well, why it like, makes sense that women were like yeah, mainly in particular. Exactly. There's like lists of like the witches that were burned in Salem and stuff. And it, you know, or like people, I just have seen like, you know, historical records of who they thought were witches. And it's like always listing like why they thought they were a witch. It's like hysteria. And like independent <laughs> thinker and shit like that. It's like independent like, thinker. It's literally, literally like women some who of like, these are just Actually, like oh they had a cat <laughs> yep <laughs> or like they weren't married a classic spinster well, i was literally a spinster <laughs> probably yeah. not married at the age of like 20 and they're like oh, right literally rich. or like 19 they're yep. like oh my god uh, throw her to the sea she, she's useless now. Sea <laughs> hag. Oh God. Ugh. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, moving on to when Christianity was more of like a thing, or just like m- more modern religion. So, I guess this this part of the story is. Like, I can't imagine that this is, like, the main reason why witches were thought of. But the source that I read listed this story as, like, a pivotal moment, basically. <laughs> so <laughs> The moment that witches were invented. <laughs> kind of. I'm, I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe the mass hysteria of men was, like, contributing to this. I don't know. True. I believe it. Anyway, so large monasteries over the 12th to 14th centuries became very preoccupied with the moral dilemma of wet dreams. Shut up. (laughs) Yep. Was it a sin to have a wet dream? Monks would report that their wet dreams often featured being pressed or sat on by a human female figure. And since no women were allowed in monastic dormitories, somebody suggested that the female figures might be devils capable of transforming themselves into the appearance of females in order to tempt monks into sexual sin. Further leaps of logic concluded that demons wanted to produce offspring. Of course, why wouldn't they? They want to populate the earth. So they haunted monastic dormitories to steal human seed in order to impregnate women with demon children. But who, who, what women would want to have demon babies? Well, this is where the Roman idea of the witch and her manifestation as the embodiment of winter, because she's like a cold old hag, basically, (laughs) um, catastrophically came together to allow the first generation of demonologists to formulate an exact identity for the recipients of this seed. And I'm assuming like this idea, when I read this, I was like, this kind of also sounds like the origin of the idea of a succubus as well because yeah. they're basically like like demon witches that would have sex with humans to steal their seed well how stupid okay just i mean in general how stupid are these people <laughs> but they they're saying women weren't allowed in the monasteries 
the monks weren't actually being sat on. They had dreams they were being sat on. Yeah. But they're like, well, women couldn't have been in there, so it must have been a demon. No, but nobody like, was, nobody the thing was is, there. It was a dream. Because they're, they're actually, like, coming, though. So they're like, oh, so that, they were like it's like oh, a demon. Might have actually come in and like. Yeah, I think it's be- I think it's because of that. Because they're, they're like, like shit. There's like actual evidence. Yeah. yeah, they're like, why no. would I do that unless someone was here? Unless I the had way a demon that- lady sitting on my face. The way that wet dreams alone. I mean, it makes sense with the place at the time how they that would be like horrible, I guess. But the way that wet dreams alone are being demonized, but also naturally that is a woman's fault somehow right. still. <laughs> Yep. It's like when they're like, don't even interact with women at all. Right. And it's still somehow their fault. They're like, this is why we don't don't interact with you because you make us come. (laughs) It's literally not my fault. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Yeah. So I guess that that was the pivotal moment of where. Friar talk busting is. There must have just been literally a billion (laughs) monks out there. I spreading the story. No woman would sneak into like one of those ancient monks' rooms <laughs> to have sex with him. Their their haircuts that they don't. I know that she was so ugly. Bald cap in the middle of the head, <laughs> literally. Like, and they did that intentionally for Ew. what? That's something we should re- research. Maybe they did that True. to try to make the demon women stop visiting them in their dreams true let's get as ugly as possible yeah let's just like make ourselves look disgusting (laughs) wow the first incels Uh, dead ass (laughs) they were the actual like first of all cells (laughs) true True. so moving on to um, the Middle Ages and the Renaissance. So during the witch hysteria of this time, um, which mainly the the article that I w- was reading was mainly focusing on the witch hysteria in England and Scotland, which I honestly didn't even know that was a thing. Um, and I'm like, I don't know if I sound ignorant for not knowing that like the witch trials the, were not the like. The ones in America were not the first ones, basically. Yeah, no, we started them because we, like, even though we were, like, trying to leave the Church of England, we still, like, had, like, that kind of stuff, like, ingrained in us, you know? So yeah. It was, like, I, still, I didn't they know had, that either. They learned it somewhere. True. I thought they it were just, sense, like, going but... crazy being in America with, like, no food, and there's, like, literally 100 people total. Well, I'm sure that didn't help. <laughs> that certainly contributed (laughs) well see that's why i'm like how does it make any sense then that people try to explain it as being like oh it's that magic like mushroom spores made this happen oh so that's just happening literally everywhere yeah people try to explain like the mass hysteria quote-unquote as having been caused by that oh i didn't know that yeah that would make sense why people would think that what I don't think it would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, saying... people at the time, I feel like it makes sense for them oh, to think. No, no, no. Oh, I think oh, people us. now, I think people yeah. now oh, not are us. saying it's from mushroom spores. That's what I was like. That, the mushroom spores would have had to cover like, all, like every everywhere. single colony that they settled. <laughs> like, they literally would have had to breathe pure mushroom spores. That's what I was like. I don't think that would actually explain it. <laughs> 
No, I met people like like yeah, the, the people then. like directly after were like, it must have been this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're like, oh yeah, we know about mushroom spores <laughs> in sixteen hundred. Right. That's the kind of thing where it's like in the past they literally knew like five different facts and so i feel like they tried to apply <laughs> like it. all five facts to like anything to the happening same thing. ever <laughs> dead yeah. ass and that's why witchcraft was like the thing for it was the umbrella term for no, anything literally, bad they're the like, yeah, oh my God, like anything okay, that so we... doesn't go by that is is witchcraft yeah, right they're like okay so it's not this is not god doing this it's not <laughs> natural it's not but that's also god it's also not jesus what other it's option is there left? <laughs> yeah, <so they're laughs> like, uh... <laughs> wow. Yeah, so during the witch hysteria in the Middle Ages and mainly England and Scotland is where the the obsession with familiars mainly like came to fruition. They're oh. mentioned numerous times in trial records there. In the 1566 Kelmsford witchcraft trial, there is a familiar in question that resembles a human being. So I'm like, okay, that's a, that's a new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess this article said that the idea that you can separate part, part separate out part of yourself, a part that may look exactly like you, and send it to work your will on the bodies of others is central to the idea of witchcraft. And so the witchcraft, witchcraft, yeah. Oh, oh my God, true. Yeah. Oh, we have a little Harry Potter stand in the chat. I know. For real. I, that's what I was like. I'm going to talk about Harry Potter. I do really like Harry Potter. Like, I, 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 mean, I hate I hate that it's kind of like a millennial thing now. Yeah. Like, I feel I hate that it's like become cringe from like the like shirts and shit that say like always and stuff <laughs> like that. Because I'm like, OK, first of all, like Snape is the biggest incel on the planet oh my god um, true <laughs> but i'm just like you guys are like making this why are we like mixing harry potter and wine mom culture like it's like i feel like yeah. it's like starting to fall into that i'm like no like harry potter was no like, fucking i feel like harry potter is very similar to star wars in the sense that it was a create like they create a whole new universe a whole new lore everything like that so i'm like why couldn't the like nerds keep that instead of like the middle-aged white women are now putting it on wine glasses no right it sucks that like i never considered that basic or anything and i actually i i unfortunately just missed the point when that was very popular so i've seen all the movies but i was never in that like group of people however i hate that when i went to college i realized like ew like the same people that like we didn't like also would have like harry potter stickers on shit and it's like god like why did it reach this group of people yeah (laughs) no i feel like stuff like sorry not to be like a gatekeeper but like i feel like stuff that i'm interested in the people i don't like are not allowed to see it yeah i agree i agree like it just like needs to be as soon as they do black mirror shit like blurred out of their literally you're not allowed (laughs) you haven't reached this level yet sorry Maybe next yeah. life. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. So the Witchcraft Act of 1604 made it a felony to consult, convene with, entertain, employ, feed, or reward any evil and wicked spirit to or for any intent or purpose. So basically, they just made having a familiar illegal. <laughs> 
my god no. yep so no, no pets i was gonna say so like what if like a farmer had like a sheep dog that's nope that's like a no they, familiar they're like oh you're a man fine okay true. fine yep you're right they're like oh thank god <laughs> they we're know safe. better it's fine yeah we're safe no i will mention that they definitely also tried men in like the original um english and scottish trials as well wow how inclusive yeah um Woke actually games. my next point here um oh actually this is about america so doesn't actually relate as much as i was <laughs> thinking it did, so rewind. but <laughs> um but anyways there's scant evidence so like not too much evidence if you guys don't know what scant means um <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> of familiars in the early American witch trials. Um, but in the Salem trials in 1692, John Bradsheet, love him, was indicted for inciting a dog to afflict. Wait. <laughs> that was a quote, inciting a dog that to my afflict. headset fell off. <laughs> oh. In the Salem trials of 1692, John Bradsheet was indicted for inciting a dog to afflict. And the dog itself was tried and hanged as a witch. Wait, a dog to afflict what? Uh, a person just I'm afflict. to afflict, <laughs> just to afflict. Because isn't is, it okay. like afflict an injury? Like is it? Well, like I think in like the ye old English, you know, they're like inciting uh, okay. a dog to <laughs> afflict. Old. You know, hear, you know that hear ye shit. <laughs> yes. Town crier head <laughs> ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um anyways that's the lady doth protest too much <laughs> fuck what is that that's from? exactly what they said at the trials <laughs> i'm gonna google that because that's from something like obviously that is so fucked up but the thought i'm literally picturing picturing a golden retriever at the stand <laughs> stop because now i'm picturing goat from Gold Star. Goat was definitely a familiar. Goat would have. Goat was. Goat got what was coming to her. Goat was one hundred percent a familiar. Oh my god, she's cursed. Um, also, the... that bitch was afflicting everyone. <laughs> no, but actually, though, that's the... the hidden meaning. We cracked it. The quote I just said. The me thinks. Yeah, I, I slightly. <laughs> misphrased it but your bitch was oh. quoting shakespeare she's fucking oh, smart no, <laughs> yeah. he said that oh it's, it's from Not hamlet <laughs> it's from hamlet he says the lady doth protest too much methinks <laughs> <laughs> and methinks one word oh wow i'm crying out here right now <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. wow i feel so i'm like wow i'm just like here i am just like casually Spitting quoting shakespeare in conversation big ass it's like brain. the meanest line <laughs> line, line. <laughs> Ooh, okay so outside of witch trials more benevolent familiars were believed to exist serving wizards and wise men and women who were magicians or village healers the familiars helped diagnose illnesses and the sources of bewitchment and were used for divining and fighting lost objects and treasures, which I think I mean, is like a pretty modern idea, honestly, of how people view familiars now as well. Have you seen that there are dogs that can like smell certain diseases? Yeah. It's, like, proven. It's Just like crazy. how Kim Kardashian can smell a cavity. 
<laughs> what? Has she said she could smell a cavity? Yeah. <laughs> That's her one talent. <laughs> she can smell. They're like, they're like, what can you do? She's um, the family <laughs> I'm picturing them using her to sniff out shit. Like, <laughs> like that's the outfit she wore to the Met Gala, where she's like completely covered. That's yeah. actually her true form. <laughs> that's her canine suit. <laughs> now I'm picturing her in like puppy play stuff. <laughs> Like she's got the muzzle on and shit. She's just walking around. They're like, go smell. She's like a little dental assistant. Oh my god! I'm feeling like I'm in a silly, goofy mood now. Me too. I I I think Shaysel really opened Pandora's box with saying, "Hear ye, shit." (laughs) Literally, that turned me into the like "Eh," crazy eye emoji. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, okay. So a witch, a witch's familiar was usually a small animal, sometimes as tiny as a house fly. They literally said sometimes in the trials, if a fly was in the room, they're like, "That's your familiar." <laughs> they're like, Get him, boys! <laughs> Book him. They have little handcuffs for the fly. <laughs> Burn it at the stake on like toothpicks. So, okay, this is my favorite part of the whole article that I read. Okay. okay. She's like, okay, shut so, up. <laughs> everyone calm down, okay? <laughs> so, the witch would feed the familiar, and in return, it might grudgingly act out her commands. It was, in fact, kind of fairy, known as the household brownie or hob. These creatures favor cream and have to be appeased by constant offerings of it, or they can start to behave like poltergeists. Oh, it was- <laughs> That's me, but they just call me a slut. (laughs) 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 But I'm... But it was therefore assumed that they could be put to work ruining the work of other householders. Wait, so what were you saying about a hob? What is that? A hob. That's just another name. For a familiar? Yeah, well, it's a type of fairy... Oh, that's like I, a, I a brownie or hob, which like they would kind of do like household chores. Oh, yeah, a little house elf. Yeah, like a little uh, like Aww. goblin, but like a nice one. Nice, very slave labor. <laughs> Actually, though, but they get paid in cream. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> just plain heavy cream. <laughs> yeah, so that's like the main like, you can history. Turn <laughs> <laughs> the history that I read, at least. My herstory. <laughs> Jill presents the herstory of familiars. <laughs> yep. No other history exists. Erased. <sighs> That's basically what they did when they like put together the Bible. The <laughs> no, history actually, book. No. <laughs> like, erased. And oops, was 
accidentally hit delete on that one. <laughs> we just deleted that whole chapter. They're like, oh, we're actually at the word limit. Um, <laughs> Sorry. What can we get rid of? <laughs> they get to the section of like the FBI killing Martin Luther King. No, no. No, they don't need that My computer just paraphrase <laughs> paraphrase i think they misspoke yeah um yeah well i i read a little i, I watched a, a video that was not very informative and i started listening to a podcast about this it was actually it was this podcast the most informative one i found was this um this one called oh god i wrote it down somewhere Fuck, I thought I wrote down the name of the podcast. I wrote down the name of the episode. Okay, I'm just going to link it below to give her credit. Um, she has a This episode was called Which is Familiar as an Animal Spirit Guide. So if anyone wants to listen, it was pretty informative. Um, in this, she mainly talked about some of the differences between familiars and animals and also just the different views of what this may look like in different cultures belief systems you know all that stuff different traditions like for example in neo-shamanic tradition native american in some native american traditions they typically are more so spirit guides um and these spirit guides aren't really pets they're more like wild animals that you see and they supposedly present themselves at a time when you can take notice of that specific animal and like it's certain it's certain traits associated with it and how it might help guide you in life and put you or put you back on your path if you're directionless or some shit so i wrote something else about this i'm trying to find it this is why my notes are never helpful (laughs) (laughs) anyways okay they believe that this spirit guide thing at least this woman on the podcast the idea of spirit guides is related to the neo neo shamanic tradition of animism 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 which is the belief that everything we contact is somehow directly related to us everything has like some sort of like life force or psychically linked to everything which she related back to the idea of collective consciousness which i thought was cool so it makes me think of have have you seen avatar not the last airbender but the blue one yeah but i was so i was so young that i barely remember oh my god you should rewatch it i know i want to because they like plug their tails in to like shit in the trees and to like create like a spiritual connection and they can like see through the tree and shit. I, I, I do remember that. that. That's dope. I, I, I'd i be really interested in watching it now with my perspective. I have been meaning to it and I always forget about it, but I'm going to write it down so I don't forget. Yeah. But yeah, so in in these traditions, it is typically a wild animal and it can come to you in your dreams too. It's not just in person. However, um, the way that familiars are seen with witches now, at least according to this one person who she explained that she has her own definition of it because it can vary widely. They're actually, I I tried looking it up on Reddit to find some sort of anecdotal evidence. I didn't look on that many posts, but a lot of the posts I saw naturally had people in them arguing because a lot of people completely denounce the idea of a familiar partially because it's related to just like the, the shit that happened before with witchcraft, like the witch trials that we were talking about and stuff. So they don't like to associate it with that and how it's just like all that is somehow rooted in misogyny. Yeah. And other people get frustrated, at least on the subreddit the post I was reading, because some people are out here like any, they just think that whatever pet they have is like they're familiar just because they connect to it or something. And a common definition for them is that 
it's not just any animal. It's one that specifically guides you in some sort of spiritual endeavor. And that it's not just one that might like, I don't know if you're doing something with your spiritual altar and your cat comes by, it's not necessarily their familiar. So the way that she described it was that you're familiar somehow like your personality traits mimic that of the animals. It can be any type of pet. It's not just like a black cat or something. Not every pet can be your familiar. And the main thing which I brought up was that it connects with you in a very direct spiritual level of communication. And what I thought was cool is that neither is the pet or the owner. It's a symbiotic relationship where you work to improve each other's lives. And it's you're a guide to them and they're a guide to you. And some this part was really cool. Some people believe that it's a pre-birth karmic contract to help to to help both people evolve, which I thought was super cool. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some myths, which I also already addressed, were just that it, it can be any animal species. It's not just a cat. Like some people, I guess, have thought it's not any animal. It's just if you're a witch and you have a pet, that doesn't mean that is your familiar. You can be a witch and never have met a familiar. You also can't like go out and find your familiar. It doesn't work that that way. Oh, I did write it down her name. Her name is Wealthy Wise Witch. That's her podcast, and I think she has a brand because she has a website too. So, yeah. Also, this is just like random, just related to witchcraft and the way that she described it, which I thought was kind of cool. She explained that the way that she defines being a witch is a way of seeing spiritual, of spiritual significance <laughs> in every calm. way. It's a way of seeing spiritual significance in every way of her daily experience, whether it's like creating rituals in her mundane parts of life, learning your power, just constantly like connecting things back to spirituality in some way, which I thought was really cool. And it's not always a formal ritual. Sometimes like for her, it's just an incantation while watching di- washing dishes or something, which I thought was cool because just like with everything, everyone has their own practice, in my opinion, with their spirituality. So I thought that was really cool not to gatekeep witchcraft in that way. So yeah, that's that's how much I know about familiars and stuff. And it's cool because we all feel like we have familiars. We all have cats. Which they don't have to be cats, but like, you know. Right. I feel like it's more yeah. likely to be cats in a way. No, I... But, I yeah, yeah. Can, you can go. I was just going to say, I literally, I know we've talked about this, and I hope it doesn't like me saying this then doesn't come off as insensitive because I like totally get it. Like, yeah, just because you have a pet doesn't mean like everybody's obviously connected to their pets. But I literally believe that like soda is my familiar because literally Chris will be like, you guys are like, I don't know, the way you guys interact is like on a deeper level. He's like, he's like the way you guys like. Like, I always, like, know what he wants exactly. And, I mean, lately he's been up my ass, so he's been pissing me off. But, like, we're, like, always together. I don't know. It's just, like, it feels like – because I love Poppy and I'm, like, connected to Poppy. But, like, with Soda, it just feels like it's, like, a deeper understanding. I'm, like, I feel like he, like, actually gets me. And, like, I get Right. I know. No, dude. I I get that. You've said that about Savage. Right. I have three cats, for those who don't know um savage little lion man and addy short for adderall she's crazy but also so sweet um but yeah with savage it's just it's just different i love all of my cats equally like i don't want to say i love savage more or anything but savage what feels really special which again i'm not saying this this is the reason why she's my familiar but she doesn't act she only acts certain way with me my mom comes close because like she grew up with her too but savage is only ever up my ass and although it sucks that she's not 
well no actually it doesn't even she's not very social now she used to when she was younger she'll still be like in the room with people but she won't like let you pet her and so she doesn't really like it and I actually love that because she only lets me do that so I think that's super special and she's always just around me I'll be at my desk and I'll see her like next to me and I'm like where did you come from I mean to be fair so is little lion man like she's here right now but still savage it's just it feels very unique and like she gets me in a different way yeah yeah it just like feels like a deeper connection because yeah like soda soda's really friendly like he lets people pet him and like every once in a while he'll like sit on chris's friend's lap and stuff if he's like reclined in the chair but it's just like different i don't know right how about Um, you oh yeah oh sorry what were you gonna say well jill did you i was gonna kind of change the topic jill did you want to add anything um i don't i don't know if i would say it either of my cats have been my familiar i feel like maybe more so toast because that was kind of like a serendipitous way we got those cats oh how like literally they were just like found by my now supervisor at my job oh Um, damn like i don't even know how old they are now like 10 years old so like a long time ago they were just found like literally on the side of the road and she lives like in the middle of nowhere oh my god so uh, she found these two cats with their two other sisters oh my god and just like literally in a box and reached out to my mom and was like do you like want a cat (laughs) (laughs) that's very serendipitous i love that yeah my little baby a little toasty when did you get them then because i think my cats are seven uh we got them in eighth grade that makes sense because i got my junior year i literally cannot believe that soda is 14 the thought that makes me want to kill myself (laughs) yeah when when the vet was like oh he's needs senior exams now i was like shut up he never you you cut out for a second (gasps) i was saying i was talking about me oh yelling at the vet when the vet was like he needs senior exams now i was like shut it no he does not he will never need senior exams don't say it because he's never getting old and he's never dying but right (laughs) he's a baby i know he's always he is though did your cat just meow at that my cat say my cat Oh. I didn't hear any cat. Actually, that might have been Addy in the living room, so maybe. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how I would have heard that, but you didn't. <laughs> I'm actually in your house. I, yes, oh, wait, I forgot we're in France. She's in the living the room. Oh, right. right. Oh, yeah. all, all our cats are with us right now in France. We're just honestly, holding them in our arms. Would, that would need to be what would happen, honestly. I mean, true. Yeah. If we're searching for the philosopher's tone, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. If there are familiars, they can help us find it. Right. We can get Kim Kardashian to help sniff it out. <laughs> you can sniff his old, dead, decaying teeth. <laughs> She's like, wow, hella cavities in this guy. Hella cavities up in here. Uh, no, the only Damn. thing I was going to say about the familiar thing is it's interesting how it seems like it's pretty, like, agreed upon that you can't, like, choose your familiar. Like... You don't just be like, oh, this animal's my familiar. So it's interesting in Harry Potter that they all like <laughs> choose their animal. Cause you would right. think true. Like, like to me, I always thought I always kind of associated that with familiars, even though it's not like they don't call them their familiars in it. They just say like everybody has like 
a little buddy. <laughs> but like <laughs> it's like implied like they have like deeper like Yeah, there's no way that's not have, like, like a deeper connection. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. interesting that they have them like first and second years like go out and like get an animal. Yeah, they literally like buy it at a store. Yeah. Except for um, Ron's had- rat. Yeah, just showed up out of nowhere. We won't, we won't do any spoilers because no yeah. one has seen Harry this Potter. Brand, this brand new series. Okay, so guys, just in case you don't you know what we're talking about, it's called Harry <laughs> Potter. Yeah, it's actually based on a, a book series. Oh my god, I had no idea. Never heard of it. Yeah, well, we don't we don't need to By read. By J.K. Trolling. Yeah, J.K. Transphobic Rowling. Yeah gross it's like sad that she ended up being transphobic yeah also it's bullshit that afterwards for real though um, i still can't believe whenever i'm reminded of that i'm like how is that how is that possible i can't possibly fathom yeah so disappointing that afterwards she was like dumbledore's gay instead of just writing it into the book like too late i don't like you you're literally the author yeah, like you could have put it like, in the actual book instead of a tweet. I think she said that because people were like, "Why are there literally no LGBT characters in this?" Because there's not. She's like, "Oh, actually, you didn't know, but <laughs> yeah, surprise!" Dumbledore just came out of the closet. Actually, like, actually, everyone in the book is gay except yeah. for the people that are in heterosexual relationships. <laughs> no, actually, even they're gay. They're bi. Oh my god, I'm wow. thinking about it, and well, they actually okay, they really woke queen. <laughs> <laughs> they really i'm looking back on it and like they, they really didn't include any lgbtq plus members right i mean knowingly yeah. like, i can't remember which, if there was any overt showing of that which to be fair the series was started in the late 90s right so it the makes first sense book but came I, out I think, in 97 but by book seven you would have think that some gayness would have made its way in there right i think what's crazy is like i thought okay yeah it is older but i so and I thought, okay, yeah, there are a lot of movies I watch that also don't include that or shows from before, but it's just it's so big that it's hard to fathom that they're really she really didn't include any. Yeah. Well, especially that she like created an entire world. It's not like she had like exactly yeah. living in one thing. It's like if you are gay, you can't be a wizard. If you're gay, you're a squib. You don't have any <laughs> wizard powers anymore. You're a muggle. <laughs> filthy muggle but yeah they did have the one scene with um cedric and harry in oh true true that was hot <laughs> but then he got out and then yeah, harry was like, was, like sexually assaulted by a ghost moaning myrtle the fact that her oh, that bitch was moaning a because she's always crying <laughs> in the bathroom stall and i'm like honestly okay me <laughs> mood she's just, she's just crying all the time I'm like same sis all right i'd like to add that i realized i always forget about this but savage some was somewhat serendipitous coming into my life because i went to only adopt little lion man <clears throat> but i would always see savage in the cage with her and they told me they were both kittens and they were like we highly suggest that you like take them home with their cage mate like their sisters they're not fucking sisters they don't look anything alike but i was like sure and i'm so glad There's, i did they're bloods i mean not blood sisters they're they're um, adoptive sisters yeah it's okay they are sisters for sure i just i'm like my mom and i looked at them were like 
sure. <laughs> my gray yeah. long haired cat and my black short haired cat are sisters. Yeah, yeah like I They're guess close. litter mates can be different, but like like look a little different, but they don't like change <laughs> hair length breeds. and yeah, right. <laughs> hair length and color. Right. They're actually dating. <laughs> yep. They're dating. Lesbians. Well, they've been fighting for years now, so Oh, they're, they're in a toxic separated. relationship. They're they for real. They're twin flames. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I don't believe that. Wow. Low gabies. For Aww. real. Um, are we <laughs> ready? That? She's still going, Aw. <laughs> <laughs> gabies. Like, that's so cute. I, that, I think it's that was funny. Jill. Yeah, I'm like, I think that oh, was Jill. Really <laughs> it's just like so stupid. <laughs> I love it. Gabies. <laughs> um, should we wrap up? Sure. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for listening. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify every other Tuesday at random times in the day. <laughs> because of me um so yeah oh follow us on social media oh, follow us on social media guys on twitter and on instagram we're called that's kind of wavy please we're trying to grow which also needs to which also means that i need to do better um at marketing and i know that and i fucking know that guys but like it's hard out here so well, yeah knowing that knowing that is then like oh so i won't do it then because exactly like, like i can't since <laughs> well, i need to do it i won't the way that i literally have i'm thinking of just doing it for throwbacks eventually if we ever need to take a break for like a week or something I have literally clips that I took the time to create from old episodes I just never posted. So I'm like, why? Like I did the fucking work. <laughs> Anyways, um <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.